pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state oh. here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation oh. by the World oh. Wrestling Federation oh. into what happened oh. here tonight. And I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I have all bases covered. I have all maniacs watching. DiBiase, I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get ripped off by a penny pension two-timing referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off? When I turned around, me, Gene, they were identical. Identical. Right, right here, Holt. Here it Look is. Look at the now. shoulder, brother. There. Look at the shoulder. That's the referee is paid off, brother. Look at the $100 bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bedlam, and His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? The sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Desk. I am one half of your favorite sportsologist, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., and I am thrilled to be here today to talk about what we're talking about. Hello, world. This is your man, Black. I'm ecstatic to be back here at the sports desk. One one half of your sportsologist back in the building once again. Yes, we'll be right back. Now listen, you know this thing has just taken its uh, 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 it's just taken its own man. I haven't listened to Grove Street Party in probably over a decade, <laughs> but in the last two to three weeks, man, here we are. Here we are in the last two to three weeks. So some of you who might be listening for the first time, you're probably wondering to yourself, what is this loud ruckus that these guys were playing at the beginning of a sports show? Well, listen, we just want to shout out Walker Flock of Flame one more time for inspiring this energy on the sports desk when the mighty, mighty Florida Gators take L's. So, yes, 
If you're a Florida Gator fan listening to the show, every time you guys lose, you will hear this song. This is the sports desk anthem for a Florida Gator loss. Now, all you know, what's the Florida State theme song when you guys lose? Well, we don't have one. But we have one when you lose. Now, Miami is so trash, we just play nothing. We don't want to play anything Miami lose. But we're going to have a lot of fun today. Cannot wait to get into it. One more time, shout out to the great, the iconic, Waka Flocka Flames. And in the words of Flocka, Flocka. All right, that's what we got going on. All right, man, welcome to episode 147 of the Sports Desk. Y'all know what we're doing today, man. We're talking about that college football, college football wrap-up. The Sports Desk has a busy, busy, busy week, man. We're doing college football show. We got your NFL weekly wrap-up show. And also, we have an NBA preview show dropping this week. So you're going to get three shows from the sports desk, just a lot, a lot of things going on in the sports desk. There's a lot of things in the NBA that y'all have been wanting us to speak on, and we haven't been. We kind of been saving it. A lot of things have developed with the Kyrie Irving situation, the Ben Simmons situation. We're going to discuss all of that. We have a loaded NBA preview show that we're going to be dropping on Monday evening. You'll get your NFL weekly wrap-up show on Tuesday evening. All right, so just a couple of programming notes from the sports says. Now that we got that out of the way, Black, how you feeling, man? Uh, feeling good, man. Can't complain. Sure. You know, on this beautiful Sunday evening. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's always a good time when I'm sitting next next to you, my my boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Share the same feelings, man. It's always a great time. We get another opportunity to do this, man. 147 episodes. 147. Wow. It always... It always gets me a little bit when I see how many times we've done this. Uh, so just glad to be back one more time. All right, but let's get into it, man. We got a lot, a lot of things to talk about in the world of college football. But first, man, let's go ahead and break this ice, man. So today, on Sunday, the news officially rolled out. LSU head coach, Coach, o, coach Ed Orgeron, will no longer be the head coach of the Tigers. Going forward after this season. Now, if you've been listening to the sports test probably over the last several weeks, we've been kind of saying this was coming. Um, I was bluntly clear about it. I think it was the week before last or last week. I think they got embarrassed by, I forgot who it was they played last week. Um, but they got embarrassed. Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. And I called for him to go. I said, it's time for Coach Over to go. A couple of people hit me up who are LSU fans. Didn't appreciate me saying that. But the writing was on the wall. And today, the university and Coach O came to an agreement to say that this is going to be it. So, Coach O officially has about another four or five games. And he's going to move on in his career. And then the Tigers will move on in their head coaching search. So, Black, just right off the top. You get the news today. Kind of felt it was coming. How do you feel that it was rolled out? Really, with five games left in the season, that coach will not be the head coach of the Tigers moving forward. Um, it was kind of shocking. I thought they would at least, you know, you know, to, to put it like we kind of knew the writing was on the wall, yeah. you know. But we know we know Coach O ain't gonna really back down and have his kids ready to play football. But it's kind of shocking that it got announced this fast. I was expecting it probably to. Be at the end of the season when they when they part ways, but hey, I guess uh, they said they want to go ahead and get this thing out the way early. I guess Coach O want to focus on the rest of these games with the 
with his kids that he have for the rest of the time he's going to be at LSU. So, uh, very shocking it, it, it came down today. But uh, not surprised at all, D, that uh, this is going to be the last ride for him. Yeah, um... I mean, when I read across my phone, I kind of just went back to doing what I was doing. I mean, it really didn't send any type of emotion through me because I saw it coming. Now let's go back to what LSU uh, is. Well, first, Coach O, he's been with the school now. Since, well, he's an alum there, obviously. He was an alum there at LSU. Uh, D-line coach from 2015 to 16. Uh, he took over the head coaching position in 2016. His overall record at LSU is 49-17. and 17. That is his overall record. Of course, of course, we know that he had that outstanding team, won a national championship in 19, SEC title, obviously, in 19, SEC West Crown in 19, cleaned up again in 19, AP Head Coach of the Year, Home Depot Coach of the Year, Ed Robinson Coach of the Year, the Mugo Award winner, Paul Bear Bryant Award winner, and the SEC Coach of the Year, probably one of the most uh, amazing coaching accolade seasons that I probably mm-hmm. ever seen in one year. <laughs> I mean, Coach O literally struck fire. Okay, got that out the way. Got it out the way. Now, are we ready to be honest here? Are we ready to have a conversation and be transparent about the situation in LSU with Coach O? Dedrick, D, me, if my son grew up to want to play football and want to play college and Coach O came to my living room, as a head coach and said, hey, I want your boy to come play for me down there at LSU. I will be thrilled and I would heavily consider an opportunity from a leader and a motivator like Coach O is. If my son was a middle of the road type player trying to find a home, get some burn, I would send him to LSU. I think Coach O could probably get a little bit more out of him than what recruiters say that he could be. Let's say my kid was a three and a half star player. I probably would send him to LSU and let Coach O take him on his wing and see what he can do. But if my son was a a five-star quarterback, running back, wide receiver, defensive, whatever, he wouldn't be going to LSU. Why, D? Why do you say that? Well, here's why I say that. Coach O can't coach. Coach O is a motivator. He was gifted. One of the greatest staffs of all time, as well gifted, the group of players that he had in 2019, that everything just came together and clicked. No trips in a row, no nothing. That season was flawless, wouldn't you say, Black? Yes, I would. A flawless season. Mm-hmm. When the nose in 2000, what was it, 14, what was it, 12, our last title? Our season wasn't flawless. We had issues mm-hmm. that we had to overcome. We had Jameis in the media. We got games late in our season that, you know, all right, now what's going on here? National championship game was a hiccup, but we won it. We were scared to death quite a few times our last championship <laughs> run. Go back to all these championship teams who, who, who win and, and win titles. There's always something. This LSU team had nothing. Mm-hmm. Coming out of 2019, they had every right to state their claim as the greatest college football team of all time. Now, that's an argument for me. They're definitely up there. I think they're a top five class, a top five team ever. I do. When we start talking about them 2,000 Canes, we can have another conversation another day. (laughs) But Coach O is an excellent motivator. Joe Brady and what he did there to high power that offense and make LSU look the way that we never made them look was a sight to behold. 
I mean, you talking about bombs away at LSU. You talking about speed. You talking about gifted catchers. You're talking about a quarterback in Joe Burrow who was given a second chance and maximize it to the point that he became the number one pick in the NFL draft. And, and Joe Burrow going to be all right in this league. Have, have you seen him play lately? Mm-hmm. So after the dust was settled and they hoisted up that trophy after defeating Clemson, and I, they won the national championship in Louisiana. I mean, my God, in the Sugar Bowl. Like, how, how much of a script do you need? They won the title there. But now, Joe Burrow's in the NFL. Jamar Chase is in the NFL. All of the explosive talent is gone. Joe Brady is gone. He's in the National Football League. And now Coach O has to rebuild. And he didn't do that. The Tigers that we have this year and the 5-5 five and five Tigers from last year, with no disrespect to you, sir, Max Brad Johnson Jr. As his quarterback, got LSU a laughing stock. I watched Curb Hurt Street on College Game Day yesterday absolutely eviscerate the Tigers and Coach O. Do I think Herb Street was wrong? No. Coach O didn't reload. Coach O didn't get what that program needed to thrive. He thought that championship in 2019 would have him a seat at the table for 20 years. But when you're LSU and you look around the corner and you see your Nicky doing what he doing, that's not good enough. Who's been the most competitive team in the SEC outside of Alabama in the last 10 years? It's been LSU. Yeah, I know you Florida fans say, what about us? It ain't me, y'all. <laughs> it ain't me, y'all. The Bulldogs, I give you that. But it's been the Tigers. It's been the Dogs. And it's been Alabama and the SEC. Am I incorrect? No, you're correct. So you have to keep going and you have to get better. And Coach O just did not do that. I hate to see Coach O go out like this. Do I think it was rude of LSU to announce this now? I do. They should have let Coach O just coach out this season. And as soon as the last game was over, make the announcement then. Something's behind. Something's going on there. If you're smart, man, and Black, I'm going to you in a second. If you're a smart man and you're, and you're taking betting odds, you probably can bet that Joe, uh, Joe Brady be the next head coach of the Tigers this soon. Hmm. Because if I got a blank check, I'm knocking on his door now. Lord, I can use him at Florida State. What can we do to get you back down here to Louisiana? You write how much you want, we'll cash it. That's what the Tigers need to prepare to do. They saw offense in LSU. They saw explosiveness in LSU. They saw a magic show week in and week out. They got a taste of it, and then it was ripped away. Now what do we got? We got wing team running back options here at LSU. We got I-formation, check down left, check down right at LSU. There's nothing promising with the Tigers. Can someone out there name me a bright spot with the Tigers? Thank you. I thought you, I thought you could, but I knew you couldn't. And I'm not bashing Cultural because I like the man. I like what he represented. I like how he carried himself. I like what he did for that university. But it's just not enough. 2019 ain't enough. He'll go down and be a legend at LSU for a lifetime. For a lifetime for what he did. But when you're talking about collegiate sports, the fandom in these universities are like nothing else. 
And you coach old lovers out there who are tweeting, save old coach o, save coach o. Oh, don't do coach o this way. Deep down inside, you need to keep it real with yourself because you want better and you seem better. So coach o is on his way out the door. And maybe these kids at LSU who he's with today can muster up and make a little run and send Coach O on his way and maybe get him a bowl win. That's what I hope to see. I hope Coach O can get to a bowl game and get a bowl win. But the writings has been on the wall. The man can't coach. The man's a motivator. And in the era of football today, you got to be able to coach. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to do X's and O's and revamp and have a revolutionary type system in college athletics. When you're talking about football, look around you. Yesterday, we seen miraculously LSU put up 40 plus points. Against a Florida Gator team who's known for defense, who also gave up 40 plus points. So what's going on? I tell you what's going on. Coach O knew he was at the door. And he said, throw it. I don't don't care what you do. Just sling it. We're going to get away from everything. And the result of that, they got him a win. Well, why Coach O ain't been doing that? Mm. Huh. That's neither here nor there. But like anything that I say tripped you up, anything you want to elaborate on? Uh, No. Uh, For me, it's not surprising what we're seeing with Coach O. If anybody knows Coach O and followed Coach O throughout the years or even even decades at, at Ole Miss, he started off very hot. No national championship, but oh, remember when Ole Miss was land shark mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. and those guys? Coach O was mm-hmm. the reason of that. Mm-hmm. And then even at USC, where he uh, mm-hmm. was the defensive line coach, mm-hmm. and then he took over for um, what's my guy? Ole Miss now. When Kiffin stepped down, mm-hmm. or whenever he got fired, mm-hmm. he stepped in, and USC miraculously won every game after that. Mm-hmm. So we've seen Coach O have success everywhere he go. But he's not able to sustain uh, sustain it. sustain success. Correct. Correct. So, and in college football, and especially being at these schools, LSU, you would consider LSU to be one of the blue bloods of college football, Absolutely. correct? Absolutely. At these schools, you have to sustain the success. Yeah. Coach O, like you said, he had the he he had this high powered uh, 2018 class that came in, was able to get Coach uh was able to get. Burrow to transfer there for 19. I mean, the guy, he knows how to recruit and he knows how to, how, how to motivate. Sure. I mean, he had one of the best coaching staffs probably ever in college football. Yes, he did. Assembled. Yes, led he did. by head, Headed by Joe Brady. Yeah. Like, if no one knows, Joe Brady is the next up-and-coming master, master offensive mind yes. in football. Period. Not just college. He's in the pros now. Yeah. As an offensive coordinator. And, and, and by next year... He's going to be someone's head coach. Yes, he if will. he's not, I would be really, really shocked. Right. If he's not a head coach, mm-hmm. but to get him to get a young Joe Brady to to give him this offense and tell him to run with it, and we've seen the success. We've seen the success, but with success comes change. <laughs> yes. Coaches leave and get better offers. Coach O, Coach O is not a coach who's able to put great staff around him. Mm-hmm. I believe Coach O being a master motivator and a master yes. a master recruiter, yes. it could work at LSU, but you have you gotta have a great coaching staff. Yes. Yes. The only reason I wouldn't send my child to LSU as a five star or a four star is I'm looking at the coaches around Coach O. Mm-hmm. Not because he he it's not because he's not a great recruiter, a great 
uh, motor masturbator or uh, I know he's going to take care of my my child. Mm -hmm. I need to see what's wrong you, Coach O. That's going to be one of my first questions if you come and sit down, D. Mm -hmm. Sit down with us and they they talking to uh, my godson or they talking to your godsons, my sons. If they sitting down talking to all of them at one time, Coach O, who you, what, what the coaching staff going to look like? Mm-hmm. What you gonna have built around you? Mm-hmm. If you tell me you got what you had in 2019, oh, sign me up right now. Sign me up right now. But he hasn't been able to do that since 19. He hasn't been able to get the coaches. I mean, he got coaches on this staff, man, who got fired left and right out the NFL. Left and right. I'm like, oh, man. And what you think they're gonna do at LSU? Mm. Coach O is a great coach. Great master, not a great coach. He's a great motivator, great recruiter. But the coaching staff, the coaching staff has to be in play. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing that's holding Coach O back. Is that staff is key for him? It's key, but he's he hasn't been able to, to sustain that over his career yeah. at Ole Miss, at U at USC. Or at LSU. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing the writings on the wall with that. And every time he's let go, it's always been a situation like this of what we're seeing at LSU. Yeah, and this is not the bash Coach O. It is not to do that. It's not to do that. All right? Coach O is a magnificent motivator, like we said. He had a hell of a run at LSU. Hell, he's from Louisiana. He's from Louisiana. And he went home and he did something that he'll cherish. That's what he's from. That's what he loves. That's what he loves. LSU, the boot, Louisiana. And we wish Coach O well. I hope the Tigers can run it down, man. I hope they can run it down, get to a bowl game, and send Coach O on to wherever his next destination is going to be. But if Coach O had to take any bit of advice, any bit of advice from anybody, which probably the man doesn't need any, somehow, someway, he got to get some guys to ride with him that's going to make sure that his motivation tactics can match the play calling that can match the the, the recruitment, the recruit, the recruiters that he's bringing, the recruiting kids that he's bringing in. He's got to make sure he got guys there that are on his level like he motivates. He's got to have that because if he doesn't have that, you're going to get what you've seen with the Tigers this year and last year. So not bashing Coach O, the writers were on the wall. Matter of fact, shout out, salute to Coach O. I like the man. He's one of the best interviews on TV. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot, man. So Those we just had to, open, we had to open up the show and really address what was going on uh, with <laughs> going on with uh, Coach O and LSU. So if you hear light pauses during this show, it is a Sunday we're recording. Me and Black are watching the Cowboys and the Patriots, and this fourth quarter is crazy. Trayvon Diggs just had to pick six the other way, scored a touchdown. Cowboys back on the field. Um, Mac Jones just scored, threw a touchdown bomb uh, to uh, Bourne on a broken coverage with Diggs. Now it's 27-26 uh, in the fourth quarter. Good God, it's going down up there in Foxborough. Trayvon Diggs, if it's played here. Anyway, all right. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Now, Black. Man, let me let me stop playing, man. Let me let me put on this college football music, man, before we get started, man. Come on now. 
Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. All right, Black. Now, Black. Man, college football. This season in college football has been absolutely wild, unpredictable, and at this point, I can barely catch my breath on Saturdays. <laughs> now, at the beginning of the year, Black, the Florida Gators were the top-tier team in this state. They had some very good expectations. This team had a lot of noise and competing for the SEC, winning the SEC going forward, doing some pretty good things coming off of last year. Checkbox. Now you move on to the Florida State Seminoles. We're not sure. A lot of people are down on the nose, including myself, Norvell, a lot of questions for him. We're not sure what kind of Florida State team that we're going to get. There's a lot of questions. Go down to South Beach. The most hyped team in the state were the Hurricanes. De'Aaron King, Manny Diaz supposedly got the sauce. They're young. They're vibrant. They got speed. This defense is going to cause problems. This offense is going to be electric. The Miami Hurricanes are the team to watch. We start the season, Black. The Nose start the season 0-4. The Canes come out and get rolled by Bama. The Gators start going off. They get rolling good. It looks like everything is going the way that it's supposed to be going. But good God, if I told you that the hottest team in the state of Florida right now is the Florida State Seminoles, you call me a liar. If I told you right now that the Miami Hurricanes have not beat a Power 5 school, this entire season, you called me a lie. If I told you that the Florida Gators have lost five out of the last six games against Power Five schools, you called me a liar. <laughs> Black, the Canes, and the Gators, them boys need help. <laughs> Them boys need some help, man. <laughs> now, I can't believe that we sitting here right now, Black, with the Florida State Seminoles sitting at two and four with two wins against Power Five schools. And we the hottest school in the country and in the state. The Gators have lost two in a row. Not only did they get destroyed by LSU yesterday, they lost to them last year. Two in a row losses. The week before that, they lost to the Kentucky Wildcats. They beat Vanderbilt last did week. Did they? Yeah, but it, well, in my story, they, they ain't played <laughs> Vanderbilt last week. In my story, they lost two in a row. Okay. <laughs> and of course, those god awful Hurricanes who are absolutely oh, abysmal. Man. Their only wins this year are to Appalachian State, 24 to 23, last second win. Good God. <laughs> and they beat Reigns High School by 60 points. 
But everybody else who's D1, they've lost to. Now, Black, we're going to get into this Florida, and we're going to get into this LSU game in just a second. But this is, are you stunned at the turn of events with the big three? Now, to make it worse now, this is atrocious that no Florida, Florida State of Miami school is ranked in the top 25. Now, we down bad here in Florida. We down bad. Now, Black, I ain't down bad right now. <laughs> we had a bye week. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> and we welcome in the U Massachusetts Minutemen. Next week, can you say three in a row? <laughs> now, Black, where your mind at, man? With just what is going on in the state of Florida with the Kings, the Gators, and the Knowles, man? Uh, do you just... Oh, how the tables have turned. Wow. You know, it was a time where we was hitting a, we were hearing a whole lot of hoorah and blah, blah yeah. about these teams. And yeah. now, man, it's just quiet. Yeah. You know, people doing, uh, people being, going back to their humble state again. Mm. People doing a lot of what ifs. And... I don't know, man. I really it's 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 shocking. It's shocking to see the Florida Gators where they are, man. Cause I I just felt like this year was gonna be the year they take a step, but Dan Mullen can't get out of his own way. Correct. And I feel bad, man. For <laughs> my boy <laughs> James Dangleman, man. My goodness. He he be he he one of the realest Florida fans I he know, is. man. He is. Shout out, James. He one of he one of the realest ones I know, man. Because he he set the record straight. And let it be known, known what Florida dropping the ball at, but typical Florida fans, they would come in, nah, man, we all right. We going to be all right. We ain't versus Florida State. This ain't about Florida State, bro. It's this not. is about you. Correct. Correct. The lights are on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is my thing with Florida. Florida's so happy. Oh, man, they went through a drought just like Florida State did. They may not be in... Two and four like we were, but they went through a drought where they weren't winning much. And now they now they find the saving grace in Dan Mullen for Mississippi State. Mm. And Florida fans are okay with just winning 10 games a year, D. Mm-hmm. Is that the standard at Florida now? Just winning 10 games? Mm. What was the standard at Florida when Urban Meyer was there, D? Mm. Titles, baby. SEC East. Florida SEC fans are happy just winning 10 games a year and going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Wow. It's crazy I haven't heard Florida fans talk about a natty or when they're going to win a natty. We in the natty race this year. It's playoff time this year. Mm. Why haven't we heard that? Mm. But we okay just winning 10 games mm. and beating no lowly Florida State at the end of the year. That'll make my year. Mm. At some point, that needs to change. And it won't change unless Dan Mullen get out of his own way. Mm. Not for you Kings. <laughs> Look, man, just just hang it up, bro. <laughs> ain't really ain't much to say. Ain't really. I, I don't know too many too many Hurricane fans. The only one I do know is Kevin Dunbar. Is Kevin Dunbar. Man, hey, bro, I can just imagine how your Saturdays and Sundays Ooh, be. Wee. I, I feel you, bro, because I was there. We were there all together. Like, Ooh. we struggling on Sundays. I mean, Ooh. on Saturdays, we struggling. Mm. But, man, the Hurricanes are awful. God awful. I mean, man, Sam Howell out here looking like a running back, man. 
<laughs> I mean, he bouncing all Miami defenders left and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how Florida State was supposed to be the laughing stock of the, Florida this year. The doormat. And man, 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 how the laughs have changed. So I'm not, I don't feel sorry for Miami fans or Florida fans. It's just your turn now. It was our turn earlier. Everybody turn comes. That's why you stay quiet and wait. And when it's your turn, boy, how the floodgates open. Good God. Because <laughs> I know one person who's going to let you know regardless of what's going on. Mm. And that's Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. That is correct. You know I don't care. <laughs> Good God. Black may stay a little quiet and just mm. laugh by itself. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. But it don't matter what going on, boy. Mm-hmm. Y'all bet not drop a lick. Because <laughs> you know I keep them in the chamber. Hey, man, look. It's crazy what's going on in the state. I, D, can you... Is it a time you remember all three Florida teams not being ranked? I can't I can't remember one. I, I can't I, remember the last time when. It's been a long, been a long time. time. It's been a very long time. But, man, the state of Florida is struggling right now in football. Florida State... Is on a two-game win streak, potentially on hopefully be on the three-game win streak, and then welcoming NC State to the house. Sure. And man, I just thought it's, it's D. It's like it's it's crazy to see what's going on with the Hurricanes in Florida. Hopefully, somehow, some way, Florida can get this thing turned around. But it might be a little bit too late for that, my guy. Cause a loss like that to LSU, who just parted ways with the head coach. Yeah, man. So, you potentially going to be the signature win before he leaves. Good God. <laughs> Two years in a row. That's awful. Two years in a row. Just awful. Awful, awful LSU. Yeah. Has had y'all number. Yeah. You were favored by 12 and a half points. Good God, and don't we know it. Because we took you with the points and we, and boy, my God. Disgusting, man. My ticket was done early. <laughs> But I believed in you, Florida, but you let me down once again. Badly. Badly again. I don't know, D. A lot of questions need to be answered, man, down in Gainesville. What? Look here. Coach O pardon ways and they didn't came to the show. Well, what was going on with Manny Diaz? Well, why he ain't fired today? I'm talking about today. Why is he still the head coach of the Hurricanes? Ooh, Lord. Talk about it, Black. No. They should have fired him after the Appalachian State game. Even they won that game, they should have fired him. <laughs> that boy's But, trained. man, it's great. Coach o- at least Coach Oakin should be able to finish out the season. Good God. At least he beat a ranked team in Florida. But my- Miami over here getting their brains beat in by, the- by Carolina, who FSU smacked in the mouth. <laughs> I mean, y'all put Sam Howell back in the Eisman race. <laughs> and ain't he just going in there to be a quarterback? They say, man, we going to get him some running back votes, too. <laughs> yes, Lord. I mean, my goodness, D. I don't know, yes, what to say. I, I don't know what to say, man. But, hey, it's just they turn, my guy. It's just they turn. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Yes, Lord. Well, you know what, man? <laughs> this thing here is absolutely amazing to see. It's just amazing to see. 
Now, we're having a good time right now, and rightfully so. And I'm fully aware that it could be my time again at Florida State because I just don't know how this thing going to finish out. I'm fully aware of that, but I don't care right now. The most disappointing team in Florida to me, to me, is the Hurricanes. But the Florida Gators are a close second. Give me a minute. Now, Daniel Mullen and his Florida Gator staff are absolutely abysmal. My text message thread with the homies have not stopped since LSU won 49-42. You got everybody in the chat saying these boys need help. Everybody, I mean... Rashad to Rashad, Mr. Boodham, change JD. I mean, these boys are trying to find solutions in the chat. I mean, I woke up 2 o'clock in the morning and the chat was still going. I'm like, y'all, the game was at 12. Go to bed. <laughs> this thing at Florida is shocking. It is. First of all, LSU jumped up 14 nothing. The ticket was done. <laughs> I said, Lord, me and Black ain't even got a chance to get to the 3.30 game. Because <laughs> of Florida. I said, man, Florida going to go in here on this 12 and a half. They going to handle business. Didn't they shut out Vanderbilt? Yeah. I'm like, man, these boy, they going to come through, man. They going to come through. We ain't, I, I'll never bet on Florida again. And they out this much struggling with the walk-ons from LSU. This over 36 players not available for the Tigers. <laughs> out there with them stank orange cream sickle uniforms on. Just by God. <laughs> this thing in Florida, I'm just disturbed by this here. Now, all you Florida games, keep your mouth closed now. Talk about you want a new head coach. No, you don't. Who, who out there? Who you going to bring in? I heard somebody say yesterday, oh, we should go holler at Joe Brady. Please. Please. Maybe it's true what these people be saying out here about the Gators. Daniel going to get us nine or maybe ten wins, and he going to get us to the Outback Bowl. Daniel is pri prideful. He's not going to get out of the way. He's prideful and not going to get out of his own way. And unfortunately, I'm starting to see what my friends are talking about. I'm starting to see it. Shout out Freddie Brick. Shout out Cedric Farr. Shout out uh, uh, Rashad. Shout out JD. I'm starting to see what your guys are saying. But this is an old, old, just ultimate disappointment this year in the Gators. The Gators are sitting at what? Three and three, Black? Mm-hmm. Are they three and three? They four and three. Four and three. These boys is looking at the Showtime Sports Boxing Bowl. That's what these boys looking at. And then the boom dogs, the bull, them bull dogs come a calling. Look! <laughs> and it's not even over yet. Them dogs is coming. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Now, real quick, we're going to move forward. The Miami Hurricanes, y'all are absolutely dumpster juice. Matter of fact, y'all are a, a, a middle-of-the-road gas station toilet bowl juice. 
Y'all boys is trapped. I watched I watch Sam Howell and the North Carolina Tar Heels just absolutely do what the hell they wanted to do. Sam Howell had 3,000 yards rushing yesterday running over the whole defense. And Manny Diaz, you sicking me. You seen Coach Mack Brown trying to give you some life advice. You're going to try to pull away from Coach Mack Brown. Manny Diaz, show some respect. Show some class. Don't be mad because you lost. You need to talk. Coach Mac Brown got a national championship. Coach Mac Brown could probably give you some pointers because next year, Lord knows you're going to be coaching in D3. What's a school like that who need a coach in D3? Manny Diaz is going to be out there. He's going to be your new head coach, by God. And I hate the hur- I hate Florida, but I hate the hurricane. Now, I know Florida State still plays Miami, and I know Florida State still plays Florida, but Black, I'm going to say this, and we're going to move on. At at nine thirty nine last night, I had a light bulb go off in my head. <laughs> you want to know what that light bulb was? I said, "Hmm, if my nose keep going on the right track, boy, we might beat the Canes and the Gators, man." <laughs> I say we might knock them off. <laughs> I say Florida might be so pissed off that they just don't care nothing about the rest of the season, man. They might just say the hell with it. <laughs> and we might knock them boys off in talent, man. <laughs> <sighs> and then I came back to my sister and said, I'm going to chill. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when the point spread come out for Florida, Florida State, I'm taking the state Seminoles, man. <laughs> I'm taking the spread for the nose. Lord. Now we had to give an update. Now we 41 minutes into the show. We so stunned. We ain't talked about another college football game because what's going on in the state of Florida. So the nose, the hurricanes, and the gators, we all in bad shape. True indeed, true indeed. But I never thought, I never, never thought that I would say at any point in this season that the hottest team in the state, the only team that's on the win streak, and the only team that's been a power five school in the last three weeks has been Florida State. I never thought I would say that at any point this season. Any point. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the nose. We're not even going to cover the Gator game. Y'all know what happened. You gave up 49 points to a team with 36 walk-ons. <laughs> And a practice squad player. Practice squad. You got Brad Johnson Jr. definitely been the fifth round pick off y'all now. This man had no chance to get drafted. This Florida defense is trash. The highlight of y'all season was losing to Alabama. Ever since then, y'all been putrid. But them boys come calling on Halloween, boy. (laughs) Them boys from Athens come calling. And I can't wait to talk about that. Now, now I know rivalries are rivalries, and you can't really, you got to cancel out a lot of things when you talk about rivalry football. I get that. But y'all see them boys. <laughs> them boys ain't playing with y'all. And I can't wait to see it. Black, any final thoughts, man? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just funny. This was us. We was getting laughed at like this a few week, a few months ago. Heavily. You know, heavily, but man, God, Lee, man, I'm about to sit over. I'm crying over here, D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we gotta take, it's we gotta crazy, take it, man. man. Look, man, hey, 
I guess we got to battle for something. I guess the the champion the, the 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 champion for the state of Florida still up for grabs. It's ain't still it? on the line. <laughs> it's still up for grabs, and I'll take it. Anything. I guess that's still up for grabs. Anything, yeah, man. Hey, Anything. very shocking, man. What's going on in in Miami and down in Gainesville, man? For sure, man. For sure. All right, man. We had a lot of fun with that one, man. I know it's gonna be some people out there that's gonna be absolutely disgusted that me and Black are just having the fun that we're having. But hell, what you want us to do? I told you last week we're going to take every opportunity that we get. And we're going to keep taking it, man. So, yeah, we'll be monitoring this situation down here in Florida with the Canes, the Gators, and the Seminoles. Because at the end of the year, man, somebody, somebody going to be the state champion. And, man, will it be the Noles? I guess we will see. We will see. All right, Black, let's get to some big, uh, some other big games uh, from yesterday in the college football world. Man, let's go ahead and head down to Athens, man. Them dogs, Black. <laughs> a more competitive game, probably their most competitive game this year. Mm-hmm. A 30-13 win over the Kentucky Wildcats. That Mark Stoops seems they are coached well. Very well coached. They are <clears throat> tough. They did not come in there to lay down. You saw right away the talent difference, Black. Mm-hmm. But them boys ain't quitting. They fought to literally the end. That's a lot to say about that head coach and those kids out there in Kentucky. Black, what did you think about the overall game between Georgia and Kentucky? And Black, that dog's defense just really turned it up in the second half. Yeah, man. Um, shout out shout out to Kentucky, man. I know y'all look at this score and be like, oh, yeah, they, the dogs beat them down, man. But this game was a lot closer yeah. than what that co- what the score says. But, man, Kentucky is a well-coached team. Mark Stoops, man, we got to get this man his uh, uh, round of applause, man, for the job he's doing with Sure. Three two star and three star players, man. I mean, guys switching position, playing new positions, succeeding in those new positions. I mean, it's 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 crazy to see the hell of a job that he did. But man, this Georgia, this Georgia defense is man. They got to rank up there with one of the best, man. These guys, man. I mean, D, I literally, I literally looked at these boys on that D line, man. And them, I just realized how big them boys really is, Yes, man. bro. Yes, Rodriguez bro. ain't no slouch running back, man. He couldn't run between the tackles yesterday. He ain't. He not a small guy, bro, for a running back. That's what I'm saying. He couldn't get through Swallow, there. Swallow, bro. Every time he tried to get through there, big number 98 grabbing the neck. Swallow. <laughs> Swallow. I mean, God. Yeah. Hey, if you was to tell me, man, we going into the draft, and all these boys available, all these boys should go in the top 15. Man. Oh, my goodness. You dog after dog after dog. <laughs> for this, sure. This defense right here should. I, I, and, D, don't get, don't get me wrong. That Miami defense was real damn class. Yes. Yes, it was. But this this Georgia defense ain't too far off. They not, bro. They ain't too far off. Watching them with your eyes? Good God. I'm like, man. And, and Lord, we getting ready to go in the, in the rivalry on October 30th. Down here in, in the Bangle. Lord have mercy. Lord, I can just imagine what they're going to do to Florida offense line. I'm talking about eviscerate. My goodness. Hey, I, I mean, Dan Mullen better play AR-15 to give him a shot. <laughs> I mean, he better do something. He better do it. I mean, these boys eating these boys for lunch and dinner. I mean, trashing them. I can just imagine what they eat for breakfast before the game. <laughs> God. Yeah, man. We're starting to see the difference in the talent when Georgia plays these teams. Mm-hmm. 
Not one team they played other than Clemson, but look at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Look how bad they're struggling. And they got something coming too sad to too. But Good look job. at Clemson. <laughs> they struggled all year. And Georgia was able to show how much better they were than Clemson. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kentucky took the best punch, but it wasn't enough, man. Mm-hmm. But they competed. Out of all the teams Georgia played, yes. Kentucky was the one team who competed the whole way. The whole game. Yes. This Georgia team is real. Yeah. I really don't believe. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It don't get real for them till they play Bama, man. Ooh. It don't get real for them till they play Bama. Yeah. Because I don't see nobody else in the SEC beating these boys. Mm. And I could be wrong. I know. I know. Florida, Georgia is a rivalry. It they is. They get up for that game. Anything can happen. Anything. We've seen it but, before. But, man, I just don't know. No, bro. No. 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 And I'm looking at it, boy, like, man, if Alabama offensive line struggling with Mississippi State and Texas A&M, what did Georgia boy going to do when they go meet in Atlanta? How they gonna keep? How they gonna keep the California kid upright? Man, I'm just the. I, I look. I'm just seeing. I'm starting to see it now. At the beginning of the year, I was just like, "Oh man, they real good." But I'm starting to see the difference and how miles and miles away they better than everybody else. Yeah. Great football game. Domination on the defensive side by uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, man. Defensive line is the best D-line in college football by far. Hands down. By far. Hands and, down. And, um, man, it's just, if they can just clean up some things on the offensive side of the ball, D, for me, I know they I know they leaning heavily on that run on game, run but it's going to become a time when Mr. Bennett going to have to make some plays with that arm. It's going to become a time. Yeah. And I, and I hope the kid can do it because this Georgia team – they on their way, man, to 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 plan for a natty and getting in that play, getting in the playoff and playing for a natty. Yeah, they in the playoff. <clears throat> they in the playoff. No matter what else happens, they in. <clears throat> they can lose the AC championship game in Alabama and still be in. Mm-hmm. They in. Anyway, so I'm gonna keep my short and sweet. <laughs> Electric elite defense. The energy in Athens is wild. I mean, it's like the ground is shaking out there. Curb Curb Street described the best. He said at one point during that Arkansas game, like his feet was rumbling in the booth calling that game. Feet was rumbling underneath. He was like, it's so just electric what they got going on at Athens. They feel like this is their year. They feel like this is their time. You literally look at the rest of their schedule. They shouldn't have any problems. I watched Alabama last night bounce back from that Texas A&M loss. Excuse me, but... You look at this Alabama offensive line versus this Georgia defensive line. That's going to be your matchup. Mr. Bennett has been given a second chance. And yesterday, he didn't make a mistake. He made the throws that needed to be made. He converted on third down when he needed to convert. They got a stable of backs behind them. Offensive line is pretty good in Georgia. This is a complete football team. And I said it a few weeks back. Everybody has fallen in love with the explosive offense. You see your Oklahoma, you see your Texases, uh, you see your, or- I mean, explode Ohio State. But what about a well-balanced team 
that is driven by a ferocious defense that is allowing 5.9 points a game, and we're in week seven. <laughs> we're in week seven. House call. We'll holler at y'all boys. Uh, I'm sorry. The Dallas Cowboys just won the game. So listen to me. The Georgia Bulldogs are the real deal. They are excellent in every single way imaginary, and they showed it yesterday against a well-coached team. If they were going to have a letdown yesterday, I thought it would be against the Wildcats. I thought if they would take anybody for granted, it would be the Wildcats, and they didn't do that. And they took care of business. I said that they were were the number one ranked team in this country four weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And now they legitimately are the number one ranked team. And in my opinion, Alabama is good. But at this point, Georgia is just a little bit better. All right, Black, let's go ahead and move on. Um, Black, down go the Hawkeyes, my boy. Didn't see this coming. The shocking upset of the day, the Iowa Hawkeyes at home, out of all places, Tasted defeat at the hands of the, by God, Purdue Boiler Makers. Black, this was a stunning, crushing loss, 24-7. What a fantastic day from the Boiler Makers. 34-40 by Mr. O'Connell, 375 through the air, two tubs. The receiving core, Mr. Bell, 12 catches, 240 yards received. Was anybody available for defense for the Hawkeyes? You allowed a receiver to have 240 yards. You get embarrassed. Your national championship dreams are over. Your Big Ten dreams are still alive, but your United chances are out the window. This is what I didn't want to see. I wanted the Big Ten to come in strong. But if Iowa wins the rest of their games, they win the Big Ten, and you got a one-loss, I don't know, Oregon team, guess what the committee going to look at? The Buckeyes lost to the Ducks, and the Ducks went there and got it. Now Oregon's going to be in the playoff. They barely lost to Stanford Black. What did you think about the letdown yesterday of the Hawkeyes losing to the Boilermakers? Yeah, man, it's it's, it's shocking, man, what, what happened to them. I'm, we were just praising their secondary, and, man, they dropped the – and I'm like, what? But what's going on? I mean, Mr. Bell went stupid. stupid. I'm like, oh, man, you're talking about a letdown. I'm talking about, man, it's crazy that that our, you know, I had, I was kind of how, I, I got kind of how on them, man, after that performance they put on against who that was they played. I don't forgot who they played, man. Penn State? Against Penn, Penn State. And, man, the way that they were looking, and I'm like, okay, man, Iowa really doing something here. Mm-hmm. They building something. This might be uh, Kurt Farron's year. Yep. But, man, like, y'all let Purdue come in this thing and just grab a win. Unranked Purdue team at that. Not a good one. I mean, uh, what, Mr. Mr. What's Mr. Patterson, Patri- Patris, Spencer Patris. I mean, man, come on, man. You you got to be better than this. What do you, did he have four picks, bro? Good God. 17 em- for 32, 195, and four picks, man. Embarrassing, man. Just embarrassing. Embarrassing. Well, what happened to the offense? It ain't so none. So what happened to the defense? It ain't none. Y'all just said, oh, man, we just going to take us a casual Saturday at 12 o'clock off. Good God. Good and now God. you ranked out of the top 10. 
Good God. You fell from three? You was at number what, number two? Yeah, number two. You were number two and you out the top ten. Yeah, man. They they ain't waste no time getting them out of there. Oh, man. I mean, it's just it's crazy to watch. Hey, total domination by uh the Boilermakers, man. Yep. Total domination. It wasn't nothing about this game close. They they owned this game from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And Iowa State, like you say, D, they chances gone now, man. Yep. They chances are gone. They can go win the Big Ten, but there's no way if I'm a uh if I'm a uh board member of the of the playoff. I'm going to say you put them in over Oregon. No. I ain't finna say that. If it comes down to that, no. No, you ain't going to say that. Ain't no ain't no board member going to say that. Yeah, they beat Penn State, but look at Penn State. Yeah. What they done ever since they lost to Iowa. Mm-hmm. They been killing people. Mm-hmm. But, man, look. Big letdown by Iowa, man. By the Iowa Hawkeyes, man. We'll see what's, what's going to come. What's going to happen with them moving forward, D? Yeah, man. Just troubling loss for the Hawkeyes. I wanted chaos. I wanted carnage. That's what I wanted. And Iowa just kind of ruined ruined some of that. But you still got some teams in the Big Ten. You know, got some opportunities. All right, Black, let's keep it moving. Black, the ACC, man. Who going to win it, Black? <laughs> Black, is this not the most open conference in all of college football? You got Clemson escaping the Carrier Dome against Syracuse on Friday night. NC State handling the upcoming Boston College team. Wake Forest still out there rolling around the nose on track with two games in a row. Black. North Carolina is still mathematically alive to possibly win the ACC. No, man. Florida State is mathematically alive to possibly win the ACC. Black, who who you think going to win this thing, man? Hey, man, look, man. These pimp bouncers real, man. Mm, I mean, (laughs) okay. These pimp bouncers real, man. Look, man. Okay. I ain't never. My God. See nobody go to Blacksburg and put a whooping on the Virginia Tech team at home like that. I'm talking about whooping. I mean, oh man, oh, yeah. you telling me on a Saturday at three <laughs> thirty, I got Clemson at the house. Mm. Come a calling. <laughs> Look, man. Yes, sir. Talk See, about I'm it. I'm gonna say it, man. I think Clemson might get ran up out the building, man. Because you're struggling to beat Syracuse 17 to 14. Man. And Pittman scoring 50 a game. Man. Look, man, if it's in the front runner, it got to be Pitt right now, D. Okay. It got to be Pitt. They got to be the front runners. And, you, and, and, and of course, you got to give Wake their props and give NC State their props. They doing their thing. They are. But, man, Wake Forest look like the most dominant team in the ACC right now. This is a big game for them Saturday, and we see what they what happened with them Saturday when they play Clemson. Five and one, man. Twenty third team. Gonna, in the that's a that's a big game. And that's gonna let us know a whole lot about Pitt. Yeah, man. But man, to go to Blacksburg's and put on the performance they uh put on, man. Yeah. It was very impressive, man. It was yeah. very impressive. They got they got something going down that going on at Pitt, and hopefully we'll see this could take them. To ACC championship I just don't know What's going to happen In the ACC My gut is telling me That Clemson Will find a way To hold on And just barely win uh, The uh, the conference I mean They're edging out Week by week By week man They're edging it out Edging it out I mean Who's the best coach Left in the ACC I mean Dabo and Probably what Mac Brown Are the best two coaches In the ACC I don't know I mean Dabo for sure But To watch Pittsburgh Yesterday do what they did. They got a nice young quarterback out there. He's fearless. 
He's moving around really good. They got some nice young core wide receiver, a decent running game. Defense is stout for the Pitt Panthers. They've been under the radar all year until last night. They got the Tigers rolling in the town at 3.30 black. Next Saturday, that will be a game. That's a lock for me to be watching next Saturday. So I feel you about the Panthers, but I think I'm going to hold on slightly to Clemson holding on to this conference and winning the ACC for what, a fifth or sixth consecutive time? I'm not really sure at this point, but it will be really, really, really fun to see Pittsburgh welcome in Clemson and see what happens. NC State absolutely banned Boston College yesterday. Mm-hmm. Thought that would be a competitive yep, game. It was, was not. 33-7, to seven, NC State still rolling. Wake Forest still is in the hunt. And I know a lot of people, ah, they huh, NC State, Wake Forest, but hey, hey, hey. If you come down and you look at these schools down here in the ACC who are turning the corner, they playing winning football. They playing winning football at NC State. They playing winning football at Wake Forest. And they playing winning football at Pitt. Maybe it's time for some media coverage to start swinging that, that way in the ACC because we literally have, what, four teams sitting at five and one? Mm-hmm. It's not that many teams like that in the, in the ACC. <laughs> it ain't that many teams out there like that in the Big 12. It's not. I'm just keeping it real now. So, yeah, the ACC is up for grabs. I've never really seen the ACC like this. I've never really seen this pool. You just really don't know, dang, who really going to take control and win this conference? I can't rate to see who, first of all, makes the conference championship and who wins it. You all know right? what, man? I know we, I'm looking ahead, man. But, hey, man, we got UMass next week, man. Yeah. And then we got them we got them uh, cats coming to town, man. Yeah. The Wolfpack cats coming to town. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that got to be prime time, man. Yeah, give us that 730 spot, man, on ESPN, though. Yeah, we did. Give us that 730 spot on ESPN, I, man. I'm just talking, man. I'm just, I know we looking ahead, but hey, man, we still got business to take care of. We got of. business. We got the Minutemen yeah, coming through, man. man. <laughs> but I, I'm with you, though. If we can get through the Minutemen, hey, man, give us that 730 spot on ESPN, man. Yeah, man, y'all do something, man. Y'all give us something. Come on, man. Yeah. Show us a little love now. We rolling that thing four and four now. Y'all got the highlighters, now. If we roll in four and four against the Wolfpack, somebody holler at yeah, us. Man, oh, who would have thought, man? We thought, if we would get we get the four and four, we gonna have the same record as the Gators, come man. Come on, man. <laughs> now y'all got to come down here and holler at us, man. If we get the four and four, man, we wanna have that talk, man. I don't care what none of y'all saying out there. Hell, hell, turn the episode off. I don't care. Turn us off and wait the next week. I don't care. We gonna get. We gonna oh, ride Lord. this out, man. Hey, hey, holler at us. <laughs> Who would have thought the opportunity that lays that, that, that lays in the future, my boy? We could potentially be four and four like the Gators, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I love it. I love it, man. Y'all come holler at us, dog. Y'all come holler at us, dog. If we get the four and four, but we want that seven thirty spot, boy. We want that seven thirty spot on ESPN if we get it done, man. All right, Black, let's head down to Norman, Oklahoma, where it looks like Mm -mm -mm. the changing of the guard is incomplete and utter (laughs) transition, my boy. 
It is in the transition has begun. Sooners get the win. The number fourth ranked Sooners, 52 to 31. Caleb Williams, outstanding game. 18 for 23, 295 through the air, four touchdowns on the ground, nine carries, 66 yards, another touchdown, five total touchdowns for Mr. Caleb Williams and not a Spencer Rattler sighting. Black has Lincoln Riley. Handed the keys, all the keys, over to Caleb Williams for the rest of this season. Man, y'all going to open them portal doors for Mr. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Hey, man. Y'all going to open them portal doors for Mr. Rattler, man. Yeah, it's over, bro. Because it's over with, man. Look, yeah, look, man. man. Wow. I actually sat and watched some of this game. Yeah. And the sum of the game I watched, bro, and I was like, oh, man, that boy got it. Yeah, man. We seen the boy against Texas in the comeback fashion. Yeah, man. But, man, seeing him control a whole football game? Yeah, man. Oh, man, the, the kid got the juice, man. Yeah, man. I mean, he can do it with his legs and his arms, man. Yeah, and I man. mean, they got... People don't realize that uh, Oklahoma got two five-star receivers on this team that we hadn't heard nothing about, but they showed up against TCU. Yeah, man. You know why? Because yeah, Mr. Man. Caleb know how to get him the ball. Man. He know how to get his talent the ball. Put your talent in space and get these boys the ball and let them work. Mm. Let these boys work, man. Mm. Mr. Riley didn't know how to do that. Mm. Man. But you know what Mr. Riley know how to do? He know how to run that mouth. Good God. Talk that trash. Huh? But when he get on the football field, he can't bust a grape, man. Come on. Come on, I man. I mean, God, Lee, man. I mean, this kid here is a true freshman, man. I mean, this boy fresh out of high school. Man. man. This man was just dancing at the prom last year, man. <laughs> now he didn't come taking three of your starters' job, man. What's going on in here? Man. I mean, he didn't took this man's job, man. Yeah, man. Dang, man. Damn it. Mr. Rattler, man. Golly, bro. I really don't feel bad for you, bro. I really do, might, but I don't. Because I've been saying it for a long, long time. Oh, man. But this kid, Caleb Williams, is talented, D. He is. Number one dual threat quarterback coming out of the class of 2019, man, and we've seen it yeah. against TCU last night. Great performance by Oklahoma. Look real dominant. We better watch out. We better watch out for Oklahoma. Yeah. You said this might be Oklahoma year, but you thought Rattler was gonna be the guy. Look like it might be Caleb Williams. Yeah, they could make some noise in this playoff this year with Caleb Williams. Did we gonna see what happened moving forward with them? Oh, man, you know I've been wrong before. You know my sports takes. Some of my sports takes have been wrong before. This might have been the most wrong sports take that I ever had. Caleb Williams will be the starter. For the Oklahoma Sooners until he is going to the NFL draft at some point. <laughs> Spencer Rattler is out of here. The man can't come out this year and be drafted like he thought he was. He could come out, but he'd be a fool. <sighs> They've already started conversations of where could Spencer Rattler land. You start seeing Florida on the list, Florida State on the list. I saw uh, Miami on the list. I saw a lot of schools on the list uh, for Mr. Rattler, his potential landing spot next year. He's out of there. (laughs) 
I was dead wrong about Mr. Rattler. And I still think it's the mental capacity of the game. Hmm. It ain't the physical attributes because he got the physical talent. We've seen that. But mentally, he is just not available right now. I don't know if it's his relationship with Lincoln. Riley, I don't know what's really the issue, but it's not an issue no more. Hmm. Mr. Kalen Williams is the man. And now, the Oklahoma Sooners are a real problem. Yeah, they are. I predict Oklahoma to win a national championship this year, but like Black said, I thought it would be under Mr. Spencer Rattler's care. But it won't be. It'll be under Mr. Caleb Williams' care. And by God, could Caleb Williams get invited to the Heisman? (laughs) By the time the season is over with, look at the boy numbers. So impressive win by Oklahoma. That stadium was rocking last night, and I kind of felt bad for Spencer in the fourth quarter when they started channeling, we love Caleb. Oh, man. That, oh, They boy. put the camera on Spencer, man, and Spencer was just, he was just standing there. I mean, what does he do? Do you keep him on? Does he stay on the sideline? Does he go ahead and leave the school? What does he do? Do you think this kid got an ego? You know he did. Can he endure this? I don't think he can, D. Can, does Lincoln, Lincoln Riley have to send him home? And go ahead and start the portal opening and going wherever he going to be next year? Because he's going to be starting somewhere next year for sure. It just ain't going to be at Oklahoma. So, <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. My passionate take about Spencer Rattler has absolutely flatlined. <laughs> God. I, did you see this coming? Like this. I did. It don't make it no better, Kurt. Kurt and them, Kurt Herbstreit and them, they, boy, they sorry for what they be doing. Yeah, man. They be like, man, this, this is the Oklahoma offense I've been wanting to see all year. Just killing Rattler. Fifty plus, bro. fifty plus points. I mean, they just killing Rattler, just man. Just killing Rattler, bro. Damn. I mean, people just having fun at this kid expense, man. I am too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just I killing am too, bro. I mean, they just killing. But like you say, D, he gonna land somewhere else, man. It's yeah. just. You got a better situation, a better quarterback to, to fit this offense better. Yeah, man. You know, Spencer Rattler is one of those quarterbacks who, who is a pocket guy. Yeah, and man. And that's not what we've been seeing in Oklahoma. Even, even with Baker Mayfield, he was a pocket guy, but he was able to get up out of there and do some things with his feet. Yeah, man. Mr. Rattler can't do that, man. Yeah. And I he, think he, that's what it is. I think that's a lot of what it is, too. He's not confident in his feet. And he's not taking those five to six, ten-yard runs where he can take them to keep the offensive going. He's literally just trying to use his arm. And I don't know if he's timid. I don't know if he's scared to get hit. But that's what it has to be because the kid can move, but he just wasn't moving. Mm -hmm. That offense became stagnant. He started turning the ball over. Just all around bad everything, man. But the Sooners are rolling now. The Sooners are rolling, and they are in prime position to, you know, really cash in, you know, on all their goals. All right, Black, we're getting ready to wrap up here soon. But, of course, we're going to get into uh, next week's games. But, Black, I want to know, the college football rankings come out next week. After week eight, the first set of college football uh, rankings set up the playoffs come out. Now, Black, before we get there, Black, who are your top four teams in the country right now? Who are your top four teams right now going into week eight for the college football season? Okay, um... For me, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put Bama at five, four. I mean, I'm oh, it's the top four teams. Uh, four teams. Oh, okay, no, Bama at four. Um, ugh. I'm gonna keep put Oklahoma at three. 
Cincinnati at two and then Georgia. I think they'd have, I think they'd have been the most. You got Cincinnati at what? <clears throat> Cincinnati at two. Wow. Okay. How dominant they how dominant they look and then their impressive wins that they had. We got to remember Indiana was a a good team when and was a good team when they played Cincinnati and then they knocked off Notre Dame in Notre Dame and then they looked impressive yesterday with a fifty two piece. You know they just got to continue to look good every week mm-hmm. and I believe they'll keep their ranking. At number two, where they are now, but going into the playoff polls, I like uh, Alabama at four, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and Georgia. Okay, uh, for me at number four, uh, I have Alabama as well. Four, I got Alabama. At three, I have Cincinnati. I have Cincinnati at three. Look, I know, I know, I know. Cincinnati has had a hell of a season so far, and they've had some big, big wins. But at number two, I'm still gonna keep Oklahoma there. Okay. I'm going to keep Oklahoma there at number two. Why? They started off the number two team in this country. They got tested, tested, tested. All the coaching changes and everything, and they're still looking absolutely fantastic. And, of course, number one is the dogs, man, the Georgia Bulldogs. I believe that will be your top four teams next week uh, when we get uh, the first uh, rankings for the college football playoff. Now, of course, man, you got your teams like Ohio State and Michigan, Penn State, Oklahoma State is now the A-Frank team in the country. Michigan State is a top uh, ten team. And then you got the Ducks looming around, looming around. The Ducks will play a part. They just got to handle their business. And we could see could they potentially be knocking at the door uh, for a potential playoff spot. So, uh, yeah, so we pretty much got the same four teams uh, Mm -hmm. right now, just a slightly different order. But we're going to see. We're going to see. Do you believe it's the year that uh, that a non-Power 5 school knocked the doors down? Do you think Cincinnati can do it this year? I do. If they win their games, they're in. I I, I just don't see a one-loss team – but do you think Knocking if they have if 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 they winning games and let's say they struggle, do you think that keeps them out or do they have to look impressive every game? I think they've done enough. I just think they've already done enough. Okay. That Notre Dame win was great. That Notre Dame win was great. Um, what they went when they when they went to Indiana and won that was a great win. I mean they're blowing teams out now. I think they've got their signature wins and now they're blowing out teams. They're blowing them out. I just think they've done enough and I just don't see nobody left on their schedule that's going to present a problem. Mm-hmm. They're going to win and I think when it's all said and done, they're going to make the playoff this year. They're going to be the first non-power 5 school to make the playoff barring a significant upset. You got Iowa losing, they got their way now. Yeah. And now they're the number 2 team in the country. Mm-hmm. They're the number two team in the country, and by God, if anything happened to the dogs, could you possibly have a Cincinnati Bearcat team being number one at some point this That's year? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So when you start looking and you know talking about things like that, I just kind of think you got to give Cincinnati their respect. Yeah, gotcha. you know they've earned it. What they've done in the last two to three years, bro, they earned their spot. They I earned agree. it. They yeah. earned it. All right, man, we're gonna talk about some games for next week, and then we're gonna get. Out of Dodge, Black Week, uh, what we got? Week nine of the college football, week eight, excuse me. Week eight of the college football season, of course, is next Saturday. Going to call some games, Black, and see where you at. All right, Black, first up, man, Florida State Seminoles, man, 12 o'clock, ACC Network. Welcome in the minute, man. Black, did the Nose get their third straight victory? Yeah, man, Nose win this game. They get their third straight, man. Absolutely. I'm rolling with you, man. We definitely get our third straight. All right, Black. Let's see what we got, what we got. Mm, not too many big games next week. Okay, a trap game right here. The 6 and no 16th ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons go to Army, my boy. They go to Army at 12 o'clock on the CBS Sports. Black, do Wake Forest stay undefeated or they fall in the trap? 
Uh, I think they stay undefeated, man. I think they stay clean and get out of uh, get out of uh, get out of that army game with a three point win. I think it's gonna be a close one, but I think they survive. All right, Black, let's get going, man. At three thirty, three thirty on ESPN, Clemson at Pittsburgh. Black, what's gonna happen here, man? Man, look, uh, I expect this game to be competitive. I know Dabo gonna have his guys ready, man. But his Pittsburgh offense is just rolling. I think they keep rolling, man. I think they get. I think they get Clemson by a touchdown. Oh my goodness! Spread of this game is three and a half. Three and a half, and you think they get it by a touchdown? I'm gonna roll with Clemson. Okay, I think Clemson holds on. This is gonna be an ugly game. Something like another twenty to seventeen win for the Tigers. I just think you know they just keep on finding a way to win these games. Extremely. Close. All right, Black, a game that we have marked down, two games that we have marked down pretty big in the early uh, early on in the regular season. You got the OK State Cowboys at 6-0, traveling to Iowa State. That was one of your preseason picks to win the mm-hmm. Big 12. Black, do the uh, Cowboys stay undefeated or do they fall to the Cyclones at 330 on Fox? Hey, man, I think the Cyclones get them, man. Okay. I think the Cyclones win this one by uh, – I think they get them by a field goal. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be tight, but I think – Iowa State will be able to make a few more plays down the stretch to get the upset and beat number eight Oklahoma State. Yeah, I got the Cowboys winning this game, man. I think Iowa State has had their opportunities. Oklahoma State beating Texas was a huge win for them. I think they keep on rolling, man, setting up a massive showdown with the Sooners in a couple of weeks. All right, Black, the number 10 ranked Oregon Ducks at 5-1 take on the 5-2 UCLA Bruins. That was That's a big game in the Pac-12. Black, the, the Ducks... Keep on mm. pushing, man. Three thirty, ABC. They've been playing. They've been they. They've been playing it close. They've been playing it close. A lot man. of injuries for them. A lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on for them. But UCLA has uh has been a, a disappointment for me this year. I thought this would be the year they could get over the hump. Started strong. You know they started strong, but they didn't lost two games. But I think I think uh Oregon keeps rolling. I think they get this game uh <laughs> down in UCLA. In UCLA. It's a big win for the Ducks. Yeah, my Ducks get it done, man. Chip killing the Bruins. They had their chance, man. They had their chance, but my Ducks going to come into town. They're going to take care of business. The Ducks going to keep rolling, looming, looming for that uh, final playoff spot. Black, is there any chance that the Tennessee Vols give the Alabama Crimson Tide a game at 7 o'clock on ESPN? Uh, no, it isn't. They're going to get rolled. But I do want to say this. Tennessee fans, you disgust me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You disgust me. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. This Gotta is keep football, it man. Got to keep it real. I don't care how you feel about. I don't care how you feel about old coach, Lane. man. Yep. I, don't, I don't care how you feel about Lane, man. Y'all, y'all out here throwing stuff on the field like some wild. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm just disappointed, man. That was sad to see. Yep. And man, y'all had these five star recruits in the building. Y'all acting all stupid, stupid, man. Stupid. If that was my child, I'd be like, take them off the list. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, for man, that's sure. a that's a that's a bad look for Tennessee, man. And people was believing Tennessee was gonna be able to do some things, and and, and it was a good competitive football game. Mm-hmm. But man, y'all just messed the whole game up, man, with the antics, man, with throwing stuff on the field. Yeah. I mean, somebody need to be suspended. Yeah, that some, was nasty some, right something needs to happen with this SEC committee, whoever the hell y'all are. Y'all need to look at this. That was nasty. Lane Kiffin don't deserve to have stuff thrown at him, man. Man got hit in the face with a golf ball. That man, man. coached up three years, three, four years ago. 
And y'all still holding, y'all still salty about it. Still salty. Crazy, man. Something got to be done about that, D. That was an ugly scene for sure. That was well said. All right, Black. <laughs> Do the Hurricanes get their first Power 5 win? Hey, man. Why the Hurricanes keep getting 730 spots, man? <laughs> now, they welcome in the Wolfpack at 730 on ESPN2. Why they keep getting 730 spots? They ain't beat nobody. <laughs> now, Black. Do the NC State Wolfpack ow, keep it rolling against the putrid and disgusting two and four Miami Hurricanes? Yeah, man, the Wolfpack keep it rolling, man. <laughs> they gonna keep it rolling come, until they come to dope, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah, they gonna keep it rolling until they get to dope, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got NC State by sixty, man. I think they go ahead and get Manny Diaz out of here, man. At home, man. Seven thirty is being too. All right, Black. Do the Buckeyes have a situation on their hands? Seven thirty, ABC. Unfortunately, this is your night game this week. Um, you got Ohio State at Indiana, 7.30 ABC. Do the Buckeyes stumble? Man, uh, the Buckeyes rolling, man. The mm-hmm. pieces coming together for them. Mm-hmm. Pieces, pieces that we wasn't so sure about, but mm-hmm. these stuff coming together, that run game strong. Mm-hmm. I like the Buckeyes to win this one big, D. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I think they going to Indiana absolutely smack them boys, bro. All right, Black, two more games on the slate. Texas A&M welcomes in South Carolina. South Carolina's been this gritty, tough team all year long. Texas A&M starting to really gain some steam. Very good game for them yesterday against Missouri. Black, do the Aggies fall to the Gamecocks? No, I like uh, A&M to win this by two touchdowns. Same here, man. Same here. All right, last but not least, got a night game on NBC. The Irish are off their bye week, sitting at 5-1, and one, the 13th ranked Fighting Irish take on a rival, the USC Trojans, who are sitting at 3-3. Three and three. People thought USC was left for dead after they fired their head coach early in the year, but they've won two in a row, sitting at 3-3. Three and three. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Black, who wins the Irish or the Trojans? I agree with you. I think this is going to be a, com- a competitive game, but I think, but I believe Notre Dame will make plays down the stretch like they've been doing most of the year, except when they play Cincinnati. To uh, pull this game out What's Notre Dame's Quarterback situation Like who are we gonna get They've been having Some problems there Ever since that Wisconsin game But I'm gonna hold on Brian Kelly is an Excellent coach I think the Irish Hold on Hold on Against the Trojans I think they win By a field goal 7.30 NBC Alright Alright man So we get ready To get out of here A couple of programming notes You're gonna get your NBA preview show It is gonna drop Tomorrow night Tomorrow night Monday night NBA preview We are excited About the NBA Coming back It's kinda of felt A little different We love football here but, boy, that drama in the NBA, boy. Oh, man. That drama in the league, and we got a lot to talk about. NBA preview show dropping Monday night. Then on Tuesday evening, you're going to get your NFL weekly wrap-up review. Now, at some point, me and Black going to have to merge all these sports into one show. I don't know how we're going to do it. That's why we've been splitting it up because, man, we have just been blessed with so much sports Content man, we've been having just to do separate shows throughout the week. So three shows from the sports this this week. NBA is back, NFL wrap up, and right now you're finishing up listening to your college football wrap up show as well. All right, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. Black, any final things before we ride, man? No, man. Uh, no, I ain't got nothing. Just appreciate the love and support, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Absolutely, man. Thank you guys as always for all the support. We got some special things coming up. I think we're finna get into the merch. Not I think, I know. We're gonna get into the merch business, man. So we're currently cooking up some things. 
for some merch. Uh, we look to really have it rolling out by the beginning of the year. You guys are going to see some little pieces uh, uh, with some sports desk influence uh, on it, man. So uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Desert Hicks Jr. Black, where can they find you? Y'all can find me at Black ENL3 on Twitter and Instagram, man. Y'all hit me up. Absolutely, man. Let's talk some sports. Let's talk some ball. We with it. I love NBA Twitter. NFL Twitter is cool. College, fo- college football Twitter is it's not like that. But NBA Twitter is the best Twitter, and I cannot wait. Maybe Tuesday night, huh? I can't wait, man. I know you can't. I can't wait for Tuesday <laughs> night, man. NBA Twitter is the best. So y'all hit us up. Let's talk about some sports. Until the next episode, which is tomorrow, which is tomorrow, and then you get another one after that. Y'all be safe. Y'all be cool. Take care of yourselves. And uh, once again, thank you for all the support, man. Share this show, man. Show, share it with your friends, your mama, your daddy, your sister, your cousin, your homeboy, your homegirl, your co-worker. It don't matter. If they love sports, they need to be rocking with sports. That's main. Y'all be cool. We'll see y'all soon. Hey, this would do some sports, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.